What does it mean to be woke and free? It means to be woke, educated, and enlightened, and you are unapologetically free to share your opinion while hearing out others, whether they agree with you or not. What does woke and free mean to you? It means digging down to what's really going on, not accepting information just because you are told it is the truth. It is waking up to the idea that there is a story behind the story. It is freeing yourself from the chains of control. How does one become woke and free? Make the decision, commit to a woke and free lifestyle and never look back. Subscribe to the educational and entertaining phenomenon of a podcast at WokenFree.com, W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com, and you will tune in every week for Woken Free Wednesday for an unforgettable show you can't get enough of. Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. From the Maniunk Studios here in sunny Philadelphia, I'm Quincy Stallworth, and this is Quince Questions. Yes, we're at the Maniunk Studios today with the amazing Synovia. Garrett, yes, our audio engineer today, guest of the audio engineer, is Dan Wurzbacher, who works at the amazing Maniac Studios down here in the Maniac section of Philadelphia. You should come out and check out the Maniac Studios. They got a photography thing going, studio, they got artists, podcasts, bands, whatever you do, Maniac Studios is the place where you should do it. And today, we do a great interview with Synovia. You can find her music available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. This is going to be a great interview. I'm having a great time. It was supposed to come out back in September, but we moved. We moved to an undisclosed location in the Philadelphia, Southwest Philadelphia area. Yes, yes. We're near you, closer, enjoying good good uh, gluten-free fried chicken from uh, Doro Bet. And uh, Dalak food. So uh, check out Vietnam on 46 in uh, Springfield. I'm, I'm rambling. Uh, it's time for the interview. But first, some amazing uh, commercials. Commercials from uh, our commercial friends. All right. Welcome to Mad Music Podcast, hosted by three bold, beautiful black sisters, Michaela, Alma, and Dami. The Mad Music Podcast was birthed out of our deep love for music. We review and discuss the music that madly moves us in a myriad of ways, from topics like cleaning music, the gospel classics that every black person should know, some of our favorite artists and producers, even the ones who be embarrassing the show, mm. updates on festivals and shows around the country. Yeah, girl, who we see live? We outside. Those songs that you've slept on over the years. They are so underrated. And music scandals past and present. Girl, I know you lying. We hope we can provide a safe place for you to relax, laugh, and reminisce on all the ways music has impacted your life. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. 
at 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Starworth, and I'm here with Zenobia. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness! Look at this crowd. They're, they're crazy. Who's who's uh, who's that guy at the drums? I don't know. Who's that guy? How you doing, How you? Zenobia? I feel pretty good. This, this is a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. It, no, literally. Been... I think you reached out to me in 2020 originally. Really? Yes. Or 2021. Either one of those. You what, either 2020 what happened 2020 to the email? You, you ignored Well, when I, no, I was late to responding and you were like, I already booked up all the spots. Oh, So I'm you was so booked sorry. and busy at I'm the so time. Sorry. You I, was like, like, I like to blame my wife You was like, she missed, she missed her opportunity. I like, I like to dodge <laughs> the, the uh, responsibility <laughs> of telling people that. So I'm like, oh, that's probably my wife said that she... She's I mean, you know, that's also okay. But that's all it was. But now we're here. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Here we Tons are. of questions. Tons of things. First of all, let's let's talk about where, where you're from. I always, always I want to get this this right. Mm-hmm. I say Indianapolis. I'm not from Indianapolis. What, this is, I'm from Muncie, Indiana. Indiana. What, I-N? Yeah, I'm from that's Indiana. Not, that's that Indiana. is Indianapolis. Indianapolis is our capital. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me Indianapolis is a city and Indiana is a state? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. You know, America's a terrible <laughs> ge- a So it's I-N-I-N, you know? Oh, In Indianapolis. Oh, in Indianapolis in Indiana. You have no idea. Indiana. How, you have no idea how much my mind is blown right now. <laughs> the world. Oh, man. I, 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 yeah, America's I'm from terrible. the Midwest. The Midwest. The best is from the Midwest. I am not from the same city as Michael Jackson. Or Prince. None of, none of those. Yeah. Prince is from the Midwest as well, but he's from, it's another state. Why? why Michael why, Jackson is actually from Indiana, though. Why so. is the Midwest, uh, I have a better understanding of like R&B music, even, well, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. I yeah, think that's, that's where a lot of that came yeah, from. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. The things that are going through your brain right now. All right. So, you know, how did you even get into the music industry? And, 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 and of course you're here, so you've had a big break. Mm-hmm. So when did yes, you know yes, this? When did you know that this was the break? That this, this, this is it. This is what, what I'm doing. This is where we're going. Yeah. You know, I got an email from Quincy Stallworth and, um, no, I'm just <laughs> No, okay. That's funny. You know, uh, <laughs> what? when did this happen for me? So I moved to Philadelphia in, what was that, 2014. I've been here ever since. Okay. And I accredit a lot of my sound, I would say, to, of course, growing up in church back home, but coming to Philly and really leaning into the neo-soul sound, leaning mm-hmm. into um, a little bit more jazz, a little bit more of just, like, seeing other people sing, hearing other people my age sing. So I would say big break. For me, I'm putting those in air quotes, but big break for me is somewhere between, honestly, when I first got here, maybe like 2015, 2016, when I realized how much I was performing 
and how when I did perform, everybody was like, yo, who are you? Right. You're really good. They still say that now. No, they, yeah, they'd be like, because I, I don't be promoting enough still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but either way, they're like, who are you? What do you do? Where did you come from? And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm pretty good. So that was like, I think for me mentally, a switch that was like, oh, I'm decent. But you're not just pretty good. You're like really great. Thank so, you. I mean, and, and I think, and I have a theory on like artists like yourself who associate with so many other artists. Mm-hmm. Like you guys don't really see, like you're like the cream of the crop. Mm. And and sometimes just because you're you're you're, you're in an area full of other artists, you're kind of like you're like oh I'm just good. I'm it's right. like yeah. no no you're like I, I've seen many of your live performances, and and they're all great. I, you don't get like I mean don't get me wrong. I've seen some bad performances, mm-hmm. and I've seen artists who I thought were great actually have a decline. But you don't. You're you're you're, you're good and only getting better. You're you're better is all you've gotten. I love and that. so you know you know what, what what do you find that is 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 a part of your development? Mm-hmm. What what I mean what 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 is a part of your development, and how do you stay motivated to keep developing? Because if I were as good as you were, I would just like chill and, and relax, and I'd be like, yeah, I ain't got to do nothing else, you know. <laughs> and that I, maybe that's my Philly culture where we're like, you know, I just want to sell five hundred albums, and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm good. So, what motivates you to 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 keep going and to actually uh, continue to evolve as an artist? Ooh, I think so. Whenever I see myself, so whether or not that's social media post or that's a picture or that's some type of video somebody shares, mm-hmm. I almost get to this like moment of where I want to cry and it feels so weird. And I'm always like, I think I look at myself and I'm almost like as a third person looking at myself being like, yo, you gotta, you really just have to keep doing this. Right. Um, so it's some type of sensation that I feel in my heart and in my chest and that sounds so, I guess, ethereal or like spiritual, but that's really what happens. Like I'll watch a video of me and I'll be like, and it sounds kind of like, um, I don't even know what I would say. Like I'm just so self-centered or focused in that moment. But really what's happening is I'm like looking at the child version of Zenobia and mm. I'm like, she deserves this. So we got to keep, we got to keep doing it. We got to keep trying. So I think that's my, my motivation for sure to keep going. So like this is also a uh, it seems that this is like a form of therapy for you. Yes. Whenever you're talking to your, your, your in in the arts, whenever you're talking to your younger child, you're often encouraging them. Mm-hmm. You know, what is uh what is something that you find uh most difficult as you attempt to balance the demand of 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 people or, or even the industry wanting you to stay relevant more music uh mm-hmm. what are you putting out this month every four months put out a single every mm-hmm. five months which no one says to you mentally but it's something that you know we all feel you, yeah. you feel like uh like even even this podcast like we took a three four month break and in mm-hmm. the whole time of feeling like oh we gotta put out something something's mm-hmm. gonna come out i mean how do you balance that against uh even the, the the regular mundane life of Synovia. How do you how do you balance that? Oh, do I balance it? That's the real question. Um, honestly, I, I like to keep it really real. I'm like, I want to say I don't 
um, I think I have moments where I'm like, yo, and I feel this pressure and I feel this and it's kind of an unspoken, but like you said, kind of, it's kind of spoken without it even really needing to be said that as a musician, as an artist, as a creative, you need to be releasing things, especially in this new wake of social media where it's like, you need to be posting three or four times a day. And so a lot of times, a day? yeah, sometimes, yeah, a day. So, but for me, I think I'm, I'm leaning into do it because i'm in a healing phase of my life where i'm Mm -hmm. just trying to move slower i've been moving fast for a long time right but i feel like moving fast and quickly and not really producing what i really need to produce i wouldn't even say need but maybe want to produce i'm just like putting out for others so honestly i feel like i'm kicking back a little bit more now and i'm just putting out things in good season and in good time but there's definitely those moments where it may be like a week a weak moment where I'm, uh, when I say weak, W-E-E-K, where I'm just like, yo, I really, I need to put something out. I got to put something out. And then I'll just snap out of it and be like, or I can just take my time and like. Do you do the Google Calendar? That's been my secret. I don't. That's my secret to life. I mean, I, I do Google Calendar in general. Yes. Yeah. Are you saying for creativity Everything. or, yeah. yeah, for creativity, like, like. Uh, I probably should do it for creativity. Yeah, I do it, it for like my business stuff or like for my job, but I don't really do it for like it planned like hey you said yeah. what it has like practice oh, yeah. options in there yeah. yeah and i probably should be like hey practice your guitar or it, this or it, that and when you put things off it'll say okay hey you didn't do this you want to put this to a better time mm-hmm. that helped that helped me with guitar i used mm-hmm. to uh well i used to play guitar i don't i gotta get on that i gotta <laughs> get serious about I, I say the same thing so because yeah, that's another thing me feeling like i should be better at guitar by now like i got my first guitar in like 2000. 11 but what's better as a I, musician well, what's for me better? better is when i look at somebody online and i'm like if i can't do i feel like i can't do that and that's, that's the thing that's... where i've been playing for 10 years granted i'm a lot better than i think i give myself credit for i will say right. that because people will see me and be like sonovia you can play a whole set by yourself right, right which some people cannot do at all and i'm just like but i shouldn't be struggling the way i feel like i'd be struggling <laughs> yeah, you know I, used, so, I think what happens as musicians we get caught up into technical Mm-hmm. You know, we're like technically, uh, Hendrix is a, a, a um, what's my name? Santana, mm-hmm. uh, amazing guitars. Uh, Tommy Morello, uh, uh, freaking uh, uh, so many good guitars that, mm-hmm. I, that I know even personally, but none of them have a sound as good as um, barely educated guitars that I like. Yeah, like mm-hmm. um, um, uh, Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters. Never learn how to read music. Still can't read music. Yeah. Basically, guitar tabs. Uh, the guy has a he, he plays in a, in an audio frequency that I love. Mm-hmm. Even Nirvana, Kurt Cobain had a sound that I like mm-hmm. and I love. And I and and you compare him to musicians that I knew who they knew the technical aspects yeah. of music musical theory. And and I, I I guess you have to come to realization is like, do I want to create a sound that's going to make people feel good, or do I want to just understand sound? True. And, yeah. And, and I don't think there's a way to do both, mm-hmm. especially at a young age. Mm-hmm. Like by the time you're, you're 60, you still don't when, when you're still doing music mm-hmm. at 60, you know, that's acceptable for you to have a, 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 a complete understanding of both. But when you're in your 20s and 30s, you know, in your 40s, I say, man, just focus on the, just just get the melody out. Just create. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't worry. We'll, and that's where I try to put myself a lot of times right. is like. Let me as much as possible. But like I said, I have those moments where I'm just kind of like, I want to be better or, but actually one moment where I did, I felt like I really proved myself recently to me was one of the last so far as I did in Philly. 
Um, and I played, I did guitar because it was like a 24 hour notice type vibe, I think. Mm. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was, it wasn't that late. I think I had a, a week or two and I just went ahead and went with it. And I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, I was like, I could, I can sing. And I was like, well, it's like, Sonovia, you know your songs. Like, yeah. Like, you, you know your songs. Like, you know, but it, it is, a, it's, it feels like a yeah. unspoken pressure. But then I talk to people and they hear me at a show and they're just like, yo, that was yeah. so good. And I'm like, oh, show. okay. You were, I could tell you, you. I was nervous. You were nervous, but you were the best vocalist for the night. Mm hmm. I think, I think, and and I I I I, I want to apologize for any way I may have treated you because sometimes when I'm working the shows, oh no, it's, I'm it's like all good. I'm like you know mm-hmm. business business. I can't focus on anything else. But I think what happens is it, it within companies there was a push for another artist because they were on a specific type of yep. tour mm-hmm. they were promoting. So there's more of a, a attention for that artist, but it doesn't. Ne- it doesn't I, I don't know if the word is negate uh but it doesn't take away or subtract from the fact that you were the most talented artist of that mm-hmm. evening mm-hmm. The, i remember the last artists were absolutely not my favorite and uh i was just like i just stood outside but for <laughs> for you i could i could i could i could stay inside mm-hmm. and 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 that's that's something i would say artists i say if, if you really want to know how good you are watch my reaction if i can <laughs> sit inside the room that's i actually you're, real you're, you're good because i consciously hear so much mm-hmm, that yeah. things that agitate me i unconsciously do things that that i shouldn't like walk out mm-hmm. and, like, <laughs> because there's so many other things we're yeah. doing mm-hmm. but you're good so I, I i stay captivated and i'm like okay and when you finish okay i'm gonna go outside mm-hmm and uh, I, I, I listened and watched your whole performance, and that was well, excellent. Thank you. Let's talk about, speaking of live performances, okay, let's talk about this song called It's About Time. Hey. What's the deal? And this is the live version. Like, what's the deal with, 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 with is this like real live? Or yeah. is this like you recorded in the studio and the guys add the uh, No, crowd? they didn't add anything. Because you know most live albums are that. No, yeah. That's crazy. No, I got, I got. <laughs> This is really live. It wasn't, we didn't really have a studio. I mean, we didn't have an audience on this one anyway, but we had a virtual audience for this one. It was during the pan, it was 2021 when I recorded it. Pandemic. Yeah, it was the Panini. That's what it was. Panini? Yeah. Both sides. It was the the panorama. That's what it was. COVID and isolation. Yes. Pressed all our brains. Yes. All all of the things. All of the things. That's right. And like, so this is like, this is live. You know, the comedians who do live, fake live versions. Mm -hmm. That shocked me. Wait, they do fake live? They do, that shocked me to my core. And they have, like, fake audiences laughing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. They have fake, uh, you know those laughers in the crowd that just don't stop laughing? Yeah, you like, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm not that funny. paid actor. That laugh right. is a paid actor. They'll even put those in. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. so it's crazy. But this this is real live. Yes, okay. live. Okay, right. Great. Where did you record this at? I record, well, it's not... It's not around anymore, but it was The Loft. It was by Erica Mack, Emac. She plays drums. She played for me at a couple of my shows recently. Yeah. She used to have a space called The Loft. And I think she recently... Where was this at? It was up. Ooh, far. Is this in the laundry in, in Philly? Yeah, it's in, it's in Philly, but it's, it was far. It was in Port Richmond. It was even further. It was further. I can't remember what area, honestly, oh, right now. But it was far out. It was like Frankfurt, all the way up Frankfurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, So yeah. she had a... But it was like a... A living space so she lived there and then it also doubled as a studio, studio. Yeah. it was like people did podcasts there they did live recordings 
Her bedroom was upstairs, and then downstairs in the living room, she hosted concerts. Yeah, it was kind of dope. Yeah, it would have been a really solid space for like a, a so far or yeah. like a small sh- show. But anyways, I did it there. Right. Um, in 2021, and it was a live. I wanted to bring back "You Have Everything You Need," which is my initial project EP, and I just wanted to share that with everybody virtually, just to honestly kind of stay relevant and and keep doing stuff. And it was on my birthday, which was around this time. So my birthday was last week. But it was August. Uh, I think I did it August twelfth because my birthday's August eleventh, and so she um, she allowed me to come in there and record, and I did it with Namara on backing vocals. Yeah, Namara. Uh, Namara and Daniel, that boy, good. And then uh, who played drums? Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta meet Daniel. Oh, you know, you probably know his brother. Balmore is his brother, so Daniel's probably really? played with him. Yeah, yeah. The, if you if you've seen a guy He's with great. him, Balmore is like one of my favorites. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I can't, it's, he, he, yo, I love Balmore. I've seen him once live, and I never forgot how yeah, great he was. You don't forget Balmore, but he's like he's like hard to get. He stays right in the pocket too all the time. Uh, I think he's mad at me because we used to steal their bikes from Yaten. Oh no! I grew up in Southwest. Oh no! We used to cross the park. He has a ven- it's a vengeance with y'all. We used to, we used to steal don't, bikes. They said, "Don't be messing with Yaten." <laughs> don't mess with Yaten. That's another story. <laughs> anyway, let's get back. To, we're talking about this song. Yes, but it's about time. The opening track to "You Have Everything You Need." Uh, we did a live version, and it's basically me. Most of the time when I write music, it's about me talking to me. Um, and I start with wake up, wake up, hurry up, girl. You know, you don't need all that makeup. Time's running short. How many minutes you going to take up? Is this a fake up? And just really just speaking to myself about, honestly, it low key is about selling out to just trying to sign a nine to five job versus Mm -hmm. just pursuing your dreams. If you really listen to the lyrics. So it's, it's, Hey, why don't you just do the thing? Because you have everything you need. So there you go. Well, you can't you can't miss out on that. For those of you listening, I'm with the amazing Synovia. This is Synovia with It's About Time. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hurry up, girl, you know you don't need all that makeup. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Time's running short. How many minutes you gon' take up? Is this a fake up? Wake up, wake up, Eat up your excuse today. You gotta be creative. First it now, play it back, replay the day, tell me how a dream deferred, just die like that.
Yes, and we're back. That was an amazing song. Well, uh, uh, it's about time. That was a live version. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It brought peace into my life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> of, of, of all the artists that bring peace to any show, I would say it would be Synovia. Aww. You know, you, you, let's talk about your creative process and 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 how and what's the process like from uh, your writing to a recording. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, say, 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 like right now, you get, you get a, you get a hook in your, yeah. you know, he, he, he sits in the chair and, and he's on the mic. You know, how, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we get from that phrase to uh, a performance at uh, City Winery, Philadelphia? How do we get there? Wow. So let's, let, like I said, I'm going back. I'm being real. So my creative process kind of sucks right now mm. ain't gonna hold you right mm. and a lot of artists need to go ahead and admit you need to work on your creative process because it lacks discipline so what i <laughs> so really what happens for me is i'm a freestyler and i think that's kind of a part of my issue is that i'm kind of free-flowing as a person so it right. kind of just happens for me right. but sometimes with that that type of practice i get it and then it kind of like floats away now, granted, I still I have the song, right? So you got some gold, some gold ones. Oh, I got I have like hundreds of songs that are not released right now. Oh, probably, probably hundreds. Goodness. I organized my voice memos not too long ago, or no, my voice voice notes and my uh, notes app, right. and I think alone it was like eighty seven, eighty seven. So what I, what I'm I'm saying that to say that unfortunately I feel like I oftentimes get stuck in this kind of like vacillating process of like write a song write a song it sounds good sing it to myself listen to it maybe record a little bit of it the middle phase is supposed to be recorded send it off to get mixed and mastered later on it's supposed to be released i usually get stuck between point one and two mm-hmm. to where i might record it and even if i record it maybe it does not get released i have songs right now on my laptop that are like recorded and i'm trying to get out of that process of like yo i think it needs to sound like this or Sometimes I allow too many people to give opinions. So I may share the song with a few people and they're like, yo, you should probably do da 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 da. I'm like, honestly, didn't ask you for that. And now I don't want to release it no more because you oh gave an goodness. opinion and you thought the mix was oh trash. Or, and sometimes you got to, somebody was like, yo, you got to start it's, releasing demos. It's so, it's so crazy. Don't I sound like a who, typical who, artist who, right now? Well, who, who, who brings you in? Because you know, while you're talking, you know what you remind me of. 
now I, I get them all mixed up in Jodeci, but Mr. Dalvin and Devante, they did the production and the writing. Mm-hmm. And they never felt insecure about JoJo and Casey singing and riffing uh, just just mm-hmm. crazy. And one of the reasons was, you know, we write the songs and, you know, so we get, if you want to act a fool out there, we get paid anyway. Yeah. Yep, so right. it's like, fine, whatever. But one of the things that I, I was most fascinated by was you can see the difference, he said. Uh, I believe it was uh, Mr. Dalvin. You can see a difference between JoJo and KC on their own mm-hmm. without Dalvin and Devante than with them. Because when you have, he said, we have really talented vocalists. They just, and they're very creative. There's no one to rein them in. Mm-hmm. They just like, they're like the Ghostbusters um, um, gun. You just, just, they just raw mm-hmm. power just going. And he says, you know, when you have talent like that, they need to be reined mm-hmm. in. And you tell them, hey, on this song, you know, don't sing. Just yep. talk it. Yep. And then on the next line, sing your heart out. Mm-hmm. You know, let it out that way. And, and some and, more structure. And that was, yeah. And mm-hmm. that was a, a formula that worked very well for Jodeci mm-hmm. when they were uh, Jodeci. So I say, who 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 is your, your who reigns you in? Who tells who you? Who reigns me You know, in? like when you go, when you go Dark Phoenix, when yeah. you go uh, Dark Phoenix on the whole city, you're destroying the corrupt cop and the, and the, and the lazy fire department mm-hmm. and the guy that, that, that tease you at the prom. When you when you go carry and kill everyone, who can bring your incredible abilities and power into focus? Yeah. So I used to have a really close friend who did that for me. And we're like not not friends anymore, but we're just not as close anymore. Right. right. So I feel like. Right now, the best, I'm trying to think of the person. I would say it's probably, probably Josh. Right. Um, because Josh he does is. a lot. Josh is my partner. All right. Um, but he also is the founder of the County John. Right. And he curates events, is a poet, all those good things. But also one of his strengths that a lot of people don't know about, he's a ridiculously great consultant when it comes to music, when it comes to, he could probably be like a great manager, A&R, one of those things, like right. somewhere right. in that space. So a lot of times nowadays, him, because he grew up under his father, who's a DJ, like just, they know a lot about the industry. So he grew up hearing all of that talk and now it's kind of bled into him. So I now am getting like some of the fruits of that where he's like, okay, Sonovia, let's, let's focus here. Let's do this. So right now I would say that's part, but we don't want to do too much business in our relationship. So that's the whole thing. But, you You know, know, but but don't be afraid to, you know, involve a therapist because it takes, it takes. I know for a successful relationship, it takes uh, three people. Yes. It takes a good therapist and then two people in a relationship. Yes. And a lot of times people sleep on that. Mm-hmm. But people are like, oh, if you go into a therapist, the relationship is sick. But no, that's a sign that you care about the health exactly. of the relationship. Exactly. It's like the human body or your mind. Yeah. When you when you care about the health of your body, you see it. You go get a physical once, a, doctor, once yeah. a year or twice a year. I have to do twice a year because of my CDL. But you know what I'm saying. Yep, I got you. Know? you. But yeah, man, that that sounds that sounds like it's, it's a, so that's definitely been helpful for me. Yeah, like, that sounds like a form. Yeah, it's it's been it's been working, and now I'm in the season of like trying to work with him on some release scheduling things. Just like, hey, here's what he's literally the person that actually walked me through. Like, listen to all the songs that I potentially wanted to put on my next project, and he walked me through each one, and then mm. was like, hey, that's for another project. That's for another project. These are the seven. I think it's seven. I gotta, These so, are the seven. I gotta talk to him. I see him all the time. I never. I gotta exchange yeah. info. I, I, 
I didn't know he was into so many things. I yes. didn't know. I gotta, he's I really gotta... good. Not, not, I'm not biased, but I am biased, but I'm not. Yeah. Because he's just actually genuinely good yeah, at Yeah, I definitely got to so. connect with him and, and get my information and mm-hmm. get his information. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is nice. This is a shameless plug. But you know, even better <laughs> podcast. Have you been on the 25 o'clock podcast hosted by Dan Drago? I know Dan. It's Philadelphia's longest running music podcast. You you know Dan. Have hey, you been Dan. On, have you, hey, Dan is the best. Yes. Dan I love is Dan. the best. Uh, Dan inspires me. Have you, uh, have you have you been on there? I've not. Well, you got to get on I'm there. Not. Dan, 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 I'm sure Dan is, is eager to get on. One of, one of the bands that I, uh, I like to feel I introduced Dan mm-hmm. to was uh, Love Said the Commander. Mm-hmm. And he oh, had yeah. them on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with Synovia on here, I hope to see Synovia over at the 25 yes. o'clock pod. They even have their own song. I don't have a theme song. I got to. I mean, let me know. We might have to, oh, we might have to work on it. On I'm now. serious. Oh, oh, hey, I'm actually. You like don't give me hype. Like hold on, you said you don't finish songs, Sonovia. So I, I don't know. Are you gonna, you gonna finish it or not? Now, now like, be, yeah, don't, don't 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 be like my father. Don't no, promise oh, me no, the game. No, no. I'm sitting on the step waiting for you not to come trauma, and pick me not up. The I'm outside. Not the my little propeller on my hat. My taffy. No, <laughs> no I will, Look, I will finish the song. I mean, we can talk about it. We can talk about oh, that offline. I want to see offline. the Phillies dad. All right, so. Let's talk about this other song, this new song, which is really nice. Flex. What is this about? Is this, this is about showing off how much money you got. You know, no. one, of, one of the ways uh, <laughs> black rappers uh, brag about what they have. The flex is, you see that Lambo? 80000 hey, You see this chain? 200000 <laughs> Which is wild. So what's around your neck? Yeah. It's more My than what you My mom's house is 30000 <laughs> That's really true. My priorities are messed up. So what's this flex? What's this flex about? It's the same idea. Flex is Synovia talking to Synovia. Mm-hmm. Um, I free I started that as a freestyle in my grandmother's living room. So I was back home, and I was living. I was in Philly for till 2016, and then I went home for a six month stint. stint. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that wasn't that time. I went home twice for six months. Either way, I think this was like the 2018 time. You went home for six months each time. Yeah, and then I ended oh, up moving back to Philly. What, so what's the, what's the rent out there like? I'm just, I'm just oh curious. my god. Yo, I be telling people, my grandma has a garage. She has a a full, like, bathroom that's about half of where you at. That's all Stop. the bathroom. She has a one-bedroom, kitchen, uh, yard, all of that. Six fifty. Six fifty. I'm moving. Six. Go to that's Indiana. It. I'm going to Indiana. <laughs> I literally been over here like, I need to move. Anyways, so Flex, I was in her garage. Mm-hmm. I was living with her for a little sp- stint of time before I moved back to Philly again. And uh, the first line is, where you going? Where you been? Girl, somewhere lost in your frailty with friends. And I was literally just like thinking about different ex- experiences and different uh, feelings. I guess I was holding at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I eventually got to the line where I just said, you ain't got to flex for the ground. You ain't got to offer mm. your hand. So really, I'm doing the opposite. Although in the song, I'm low-key. Like whenever I perform it, I'm kind of flexing the song. But it's kind of, I guess... <laughs> It, yeah. It's funny because you are a flex, so it's kind of hard. To... But I'm low key, like super. No, you're I'm not. Super no, you're not. No, I'm you're super humble. No, I'm super. No, not what? Well, who says that? Who says I'm super humble? I would say I. Per- no, you're super per- humble. Yes. Yeah, I per- but you're ultra talented. Yeah, I appear. I think I. I goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I'll play down my talent and be like, "Oh, I'm okay. You ain't got a flex. You do. you do. And then it's you like, but people like, I, "Yo, Sonovia, you're actually way bigger than yeah, you allow yourself I, I to be." I don't think you should do that, and I'll tell you why because. And I did. This, I tried doing this one time, 
and I, I, I suffer from this. You, you be surprised what your body hears. Mm-hmm. You it's say subconscious, yeah. And then your body, like, oh, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. I guess that was okay. I guess yeah. that was decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you're really the better, better artist of the night. Yeah, but I do always flex on that song on purpose. So I'm like, you got to flex for the ground. But I'm like, kind of dancing and kind of like, you got to flex. But I'm actually up here flexing. Yeah, flexing. I'm flexing the fact that this song is fire. Yes, yeah, the song doing. is fire. <laughs> For those of you listening, I am with Sonovi. You can find our music available on Spotify, iTunes, and all the streaming platforms. Yes, Are you on Bandcamp? You got to throw the music on. I know. Band. Everybody, Bandcamp Fridays. I know. I'll be Band hearing about that. All that. I know. I need to. I, I will. This then is not This is not a sponsored ad. Pockets. But, you know, I know. I will be on Bandcamp. Because I met somebody at Girls Rock Camp this summer that works for Bandcamp. And they were like. And you just walked. Just, you know. They were like, get on Bandcamp. You, you let, you let, you're letting your money fly out the window. Yeah, I know. Fly out the window. Buy I know. Money. I don't need you. And people people want to find ways to support me. So they do. Leave it up. Let, let, let's let's say this here today. Tenovi will have Bandcamp up and running before, crazy enough, I'm going to say this, before the end of this month. There we go. So, so just okay. check in in about 10 days. <laughs> you know, this episode comes out uh, Oh, well, whenever. Yeah, so, September. Well, there we go. So, so y'all, if I don't have it by then, then y'all can, like, flame me in the comments and do whatever y'all need to, to say. So, All right, everyone. This is Synovia <laughs> with Flex. Where you going? Where you been? Girl, somewhere lost in your frailty with friends. Cause you got space in the time you like to bend. No straight line. You deep thighs and skip wise and don't know how to mend. You're broken. Call on Jesus at your face. In this time you realize you move your case, you win. So you say again. On the line you gon' try to pretend. That you can love all inside. Letting your fingers be your guide. Do a text and don't reply. You pull a lie.
This is Quincy Stallworth, and we are back. Yes, we're back with another amazing uh, moment with Sonovia. We just finished listening to Flex. Hey. I'm flexing. Hey. I'm flexing. I got, I got, a, I got a, a keg, a stomach, an arm. It's true. I see it, y'all. It's <laughs> happening before me in real time. I got, I got a... <laughs> happening before me in real time. Yes, we're here. Uh, that's a great song. So let's talk about. You know, first of all, your music's out there. So mm-hmm. you're open to all manner of criticism. Yes. Oh I my mean, gosh. don't remind me. Yeah. You're <laughs> open to to uh, journalists who don't mm-hmm. get your sound, who you're open to people on social media who may be a friend of yours that you went to high school with and never, mm-hmm. never supported you or anything. How do you deal with, uh, how, can we talk about the times that you face criticism or negative feedback and how you handled it as an artist. So in the public eye, I think because I'm not posting enough and I'm not putting myself out there too much, I don't know if I've personally received too much negative. And that sounds kind of crazy to say out loud because now I'm like, no, don't come. Mm-hmm. But I haven't received so much negative when it comes to like my music out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything, I've received criticism just like personally from like, you know, maybe I send my song to somebody I trust and they give me, you know, an honest, some honest feedback. Like, yeah, that's not the mix. Like, or that's not the, right. that's just not the song. Like, that's not, the, redo the, redo the vocals because you sound right. bored. Like, right. stuff like that. So, I've definitely received that. And usually when I receive, I receive it usually gracefully. But I do have a little bit of bite um, as a person, which mm-hmm. most people don't see that part of me. They see kind of like this, like, oh. But if you're in a relationship with me or you just like a personal, like closer, you know, I'd be like, nah, I'd be fighting something down. I'm like, no, nah, because I sang it like that because duh, 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 duh. so I definitely am a bit of a debater I'm when not, it comes to those things. I'm in an association with you when I catch those moments. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay. There's a lot of things you do that I'll be like, I'll be like, let her do what she wants yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm know. like, so yeah, so I do have a little bit of that. Uh, but overall. Not a lot. Yeah, it's, 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 there, you know, it's not a lot. Is there a and thing? I try to, I try to relax. But it's not, it's like, not, it's, but that's okay. Yeah. You need to be like that. Yeah. Okay. You're, Especially you're, if you know what you want. It, it's, it, listen, it's, it's, it's a good thing, uh, for a female leader to, to have bite. I, I think it's, it's unfortunate that we have a culture where we're saying, oh, she's a B. And it's like, no, she knows what she wants. Yeah. No one said mm-hmm. that about Kurt Cobain, who was a total weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, no one said that about Jimi Hendrix, who mm-hmm. also was kicked out of multiple mm-hmm. bands. You know, 
No, you, you, you listen. You, you, you know what you want, mm-hmm. and and this kids. A lot of times, we as listeners, we aren't ready. Yeah, you're ahead of us. You may be a few days ahead of us, and and a lot of times, just a few days. Yeah, a lot of times, I go back to listen <laughs> to stuff. And it's just like, man, this is good. What was mm-hmm. what was wrong with me when I first mm-hmm. when that's you first sent me the song? Yeah. So that's that's another dangerous thing as an artist when you send the music out. Somebody's at work, they're dealing they're with like Yeah. They're not They're like this that was bad. Yeah, you gotta be mm-hmm. in a you know, as a listener, you gotta be in a certain place. I'm sorry. So you were saying Well no, it, and I think overall, like I do have a little bite. I think there are sometimes though I do need to just receive like that feedback, but that's more of a personal. Uh, that's just and like do that's not really just with music. Know? Sometimes you, know you do need to. I think people I mean, like, imagine if, if we lived voice, in society and people just never do. received you feedback. Heard 45? Have I heard forty five? Oh, you've heard okay, 45? yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you I was know. like, wait, I was like looking through my numbers, like wait, forty five, forty five. But imagine everybody being like that. That would be kind of... So I do want to receive feedback because there are people who are in the industry or who are listening and listen to more music than I listen to who may have feedback for me that can help me. But overall, I do think that I have to know what I want as an artist and have my own identity and lean into the things that I really want to lean into, even if it's kind of going against maybe some feedback. But I'm sure as I put out more music, I will get some people who comment and be like, this is trash. And I'm feel some type of way, and I'm gonna delete their comment. Dang. I mean, I'm it's like, hard. I would say <laughs> some people might. You know, you never know. Geez. You just never I know. Say, listen, I, I listen. I, I hear. I know trash. I, I'm, 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 well, I don't think I'll ever be. No, you'll in never that be category. trash. I, I've been steeped in trash. But people I've be had hating weeks, sometimes. I've had weeks of three artists at night with nothing but trash. You're like, I got emails with trash. <laughs> I, got I got a whole garbage disposal bill. That's on. real. You are far from that. Um, what advice would you give? An aspiring musician who, who who are just starting out, and I mean this as like you know that young version of you. Mm-hmm. You know, as an artist, you're leaving a forensic trail out there for some artists. It's like, oh my goodness, some of your bandmates. Mm-hmm. I met them, very talented yes, musicians, very. very talented background singers and musicians. You know, you're you're leaving a forensic trail of what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. So, what forensic trail would you like to leave? out there for an aspiring artist who's watching you what advice would you give to them yeah and i always tell people when i'm speaking to you i'm speaking to me and for me the advice i have is to release the music (laughs) that's literally it to not overthink to release the music that you have and to allow it to allow it to basically be where like be okay where it's at So a lot of times I'm looking forward to the future of what I want my sound to be or how I think it should be better. And sometimes where you are is exactly where you need to be. So that's really, that's really my advice is just allow the music to be where it's at and then release it. So that's it. I had to record that. I had to record that because that's good. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. But look, just release it. But that's, but that's a lot of times I always talk to myself first and then I hope that that overflows over to other people. So Mm. I'm talking so, to me. All right. So, you know, what can we expect to see from you uh, this year? Mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. Are, are you, uh, you got, you sent me some great photos, by the way. Yes. That's you, for, that's supposed any, to be for the upcoming project. You got any project. photo shoots coming up with yes. any photographers? So that, you know, that photo any, shoot. Any, any yeah. 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 I have some you photo know, shoots coming up possibly with Quincy, you know, the person sitting across from me. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll be begging artists, you know, because <laughs> I always shoot as models and models are nice. Don't get me wrong. Anyone, my model friends and mm-hmm. associates and business partners, they're great. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, you guys are going to just marry the richest guy 
have yep. a baby, move into a mansion, and you'll never and do anything. You never, yeah. And yeah. If I get if I get pictures of artists, I'm like, that. we use them things for a minute. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I can put them up in my house. Like, I, like I got a picture, a great picture of Koof Knox. Mm-hmm. I actually submitted that picture and won it, won an award for mm-hmm. it. So, like, I'm like, yo, man, let me get some photos. Mm-hmm. I got some pictures of Maya Simone too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, let great me get artists. some photos because yeah. you guys are going somewhere, and 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 just to be able to say, hey, I took this shot. A Synovia. Mm-hmm. This was at the so and so building, uh, at, at Young Studios mm-hmm. in Manyunk section of Philadelphia. A great, wonderful place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, just to have that is such a great thing. I'm digressing totally. <laughs> uh, we were talking about what, what do you? Ha- what projects do you, you have got coming, coming up? up? Yeah, so I am working on a project called Playlist, Ooh. and Playlist is supposed to be i mean i say supposed to be it is a journey through experiencing a project that will make you want to put at least one of the songs on your playlist there's like Mm. no way so it's a soulful uh project i decided to play around with soul music this time around because a lot of times my projects uh well i've only have one full project out but i've played around with house sound which we'll hear i think a little bit later um i've played around with a lot of neo soul with hip-hop and this one is just straight up, for the most part, just like soul music. Um, I'm doing it with the full. I've already recorded it technically at RMR Music Hall. Um, that happened on June 16th. So I'm now in the process of let's go in the studio. Let's, you know, what do we need to overdub things? Do we need to edit a few things, etc.? You know, like like we were saying earlier, you got to do a little bit of editing. And then um, that's the project that's coming out. So it's called Playlist. So and, speaking of Playlist, we got mm-hmm. a so far... Philadelphia uh, playlist over mm-hmm. here on Spotify. The new, the new uh, artist that we've been having mm-hmm. uh, put on. What song would you like us to put on? Ooh, on? Yeah. I w- I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. It's about time. The the live version. Okay, we're gonna yeah. put that on there. I what love else? that song. And then wait. Uh, and then uh, no, I was gonna say wake up. And then perfect. Perfect. Yes. Yes. What I was perfect. hoping you would. Say. Yeah. Perfect. For sure. Perfect. So like this song, perfect. It's uh pretty good i just put it on there for us it's uh it's available now on our there uh, we go check our, it out y'all uh, so far philly uh playlist this is a a, a a great pleasure now this song is awesome uh what was the inspiration behind this song mm, mm, mm. uh-oh uh-oh Talk this one it. actually has a story y'all some gossip <laughs> oh, gossip. so when i first moved to philly i was talking to this dude i just met him didn't know much about him and Long story short, he had a girlfriend this entire time. Did not mm. know. It wasn't a long time. I think we talked for like all of like a month, maybe hung out from time to time, all this type of stuff. And I was like, you know what? This just could have been so perfect, but it just wasn't. So the song actually started off as a ballad. I, I played it on guitar originally because I write a lot of songs on guitar. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really slow. It was like, I want to say these words. Until they bleed. Like, like he had a girlfriend he was, like living at the Whole, house with? No, no, not at the house. Okay. But I just right. didn't know about her. Oh, it was that yeah. type of thing. Like, I also know these dudes. She don't know. Girlf- I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how to do these things. I don't know how. I don't need to learn how to do this. I don't know how. <laughs> so long story short, yes, that happened. And then I wrote a song and I wanted to really dig deep into some emotions. But low-key still be kind of like classy. So I want to say these words until they bleed and hurt. I want to hear the way your heart sounds when it breaks. I want to share my love. I want to take it back. Forget the memories. They really do not matter. So I was also just encouraging myself, like, Sonovia, it's, it's all, you all good out here. Like, you're going you gonna to be all right. You're going to be all right. So that was perfect. That's that guy. He's, yeah. He's a bum. He's a bum. Hey, 
Yeah, I mean, it I mean like, he's doing great things for the community now, but yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. He's a jerk. Uh, listen, uh, y- you're spectacular. Thank you. You're phenomenal. <laughs> We're about to listen to Perfect. Hey. Anything else you want to say about this song? And that jerk. You need to dance. You need to dance when you're listening to this song. Get up. Get so up. Get up. Or and you, dance. if you're in your car, just to stay, stay yeah, in the car. Nod your head. Nod your head. Something. Uh, for your listening pleasure, this is Synovia with Perfect. I want to say these words until they bleed and hurt. I want to hear the way your heart sounds when it breaks. I want to share my love. I want to take it back. Forget the memories. They really do not matter. Sonova, it's, it's, first of all, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming down to Manayunk Studios yes. here in Manayunk section of Philadelphia. Space. Oh my I gosh, know, it's wonderful, right? I got to do something in here. You got to, you got to, you got to record. You got to record some music here. Yeah. Look at that drum set, and this is a soundproof booth. Ooh, that's pretty. Like he, like they can't hear us on the other side. I mean, thank God. This reminds me of Saw for some reason. <laughs> oh no. Well, on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and head on out. Uh, y'all be blessed. All right, all right.
I'm out. Thanks so much, Sylvia. <laughs> we really appreciate you. Thank you, Quincy. You guys can find Sylvia's music, music available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms, including Bandcamp. And, yeah, I about to say, including Bandcamp. Including yes. Bandcamp. Thanks, Sylvia. All right, thank you so much. Have yourself a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, y'all. My name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Mini Empire, LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a Black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you. Special shout out to Synovia. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You have been an amazing guest. It was great talking to you. You can find Synovia's music available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. Synovia. Our episode 226 will be out of the uh, art gallery called Ultra Silk Gallery on 3800 Lancaster Avenue. Brought to you by the amazing Ms. Rashida and Miss Kenya. We will be interviewing artist Ramsey's great interview. Quinn's Questions is a production of Spotify. Spotify podcast. You can get your podcast started with Spotify. Just download the app. Get started. Spotify. Today's episode was recorded at Maniunk Studios in the Maniunk section of Philadelphia. It's a wonderful space. Make sure you check it out. If you're an artist, you should be over at Maniunk Studios. Our episode today it was produced and directed by our executive producer, Jacqueline Stallworth. Our engineer today is Dan uh, Wurzbacca out of uh, Philadelphia. Uh, uh, write questions, and, and, and we're all written by uh, uh, chat GPT. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Janet Gilmore of the uh, uh, Sheltham section of Philadelphia. Uh, uh, so many other names that are slipping my mind right now. I'm just happy to be back. Uh, we t- had to take a break because we moved. We had to move and everything was in boxes and, and it was craziness and no one could find anything. But we're back and uh, we appreciate you guys. So stay tuned. More episodes to come. And thanks for staying tuned. Uh, I ran into a great friend, Ray Massey, on the streets and he said, are you guys still doing the podcast? Because you've been listening. So I want to thank you for the encouragement, Ray, and uh, have yourselves a uh, a wonderful listen and stay tuned. There's a lot more to come. Thank you.